this week's episode of College by Her, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. Y'all know I really don't take it for granted that you guys tune in and listen every single week. Um, and I love to hear how many of you all loved last week's episode with Diamond. And this week, y'all know I'm bringing y'all another interview because it is still March. It is still Women's History Month. Um, you know, I like to call it Black Women's History Month over here. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into something that you should check out this week. So this week, you should check out Reps. I know I say this multiple times in the podcast, but I just want to reiterate, y'all, please rest. And rest is not the same exact thing as sleep. I think a lot of times when people say rest, they automatically think that means sleep. Um, But rest can mean a variety of different things. Um, Whatever that looks like and feels like for you, rest for you could be working out. Rest for you could be going outside on a walk, and that might not be rest for the next person. Um, So figuring out and learning what rest feels like to you, how your body responds to different, you know, activities, different restful things is really important. And so this week, I just would love for you all to take a rest. All right. Okay, y'all. So this week on the podcast, y'all already know, like I said, it's still March. It's Women's History Month. And we have another bomb Black woman that I got the privilege of interviewing this week. Her name is Brittany Real. If you have been listening to the podcast, if you came to conference by her, if you have just been in the mix with us, then you know about Brittany Real. And so let me just read you all a little bit about her. Um, Like I said, Brittany Real is everything a great friend of mine. She is a Christian author, a podcaster, a certified life coach, like an entrepreneur, a boss, a sister, friend, daughter, all of that. Like Be Real is so dope. Um, And she encourages and uplifts single women and has a passion for God, um, among a variety of other things. I absolutely love Brittany. Like I said, I can't say that enough. Her entire movement um, in the meantime, which you'll hear us talk a little bit about in our interview. Um, and as always, I'll be putting all of her information in the show notes so that you can get locked in with her. But that is my intro of Brittany Real, and here's our conversation. So, hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, girl. Chilling. Getting my life. That's it. Yes. Well, first off, thank you for being a part of College by Her, the podcast. Um, And as we kind of get things started, I want to give you the opportunity to just tell us a little bit about yourself. Literally, whatever you want to share. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, we, we all know that I love me some College by Her. So I'm super, super excited to be joining on the podcast this week. And if I just had to say anything about myself, that's always such a tough question because it's like somebody else can tell you a lot about yourself, but when it's time for you, or you can say a lot about somebody else, but when it's time to talk about yourself, you're like, "Uh, I don't know. But um, just, I guess in the simplest form, I am an author, podcast host, life coach myself, with a heart and a passion for single women. Um, So everything I do creatively is geared towards the, um, just the upbuilding of Christian singles, just like making sure that we're not around here pining over no guy, but we're getting our life at the same time. So, you know, that's about it. If I had to, uh, yeah, if I had to just make it simple, that would be it. 
Yes. And I already know on the podcast, the conference, everything, people have heard me talk about in the meantime, be real, all of that, because yeah, everything you just said, it's a yes for me. Um, And we'll get into more of that at the end of the podcast, but just kind of jumping in, of course, you know, the podcast is about mental health. It's about college. It's about culture. Um, So thinking about thinking back to like your high school experience and then even after high school, like what was your relationship like with stress? Stress. Ooh, child, stress, me and stress, we got acquainted very early on, and it definitely started in high school. I had this, I had this English, this English teacher, and she really saw my gift for writing, and so I didn't recognize that she saw the gift, but she was just really hard on me, and so anything that I did, it was like, this is not enough. And so it just, it was like a lot. And because I initially didn't realize that she was just trying to cultivate the gift, I was stressed. I mean, staying up from like, you know, doing the entire school day and like staying up to like two or three o'clock in the morning for a paper, just to turn into her. And she'd be like, yeah, that's not enough. So I remember just like, my stress levels (laughs) were very high at a very early age because I wanted to really be this great writer very early on. So me and stress, we've had, we've had a pretty close knit relationship for quite some time. Yeah. And so when it came to coping um, with stress, so kind of two questions in one, how, like at the time when you were talking about that experience in high school, like how are you coping with that? And how do you feel like, you coping with stress has changed over time. So like now the adult version of you and how you deal with stress. So that's a cool question because um, it's something that I've actively started working on, like maybe in the last, maybe year, I would say. Um, (laughs) Stress, coping coping initially was me stress eating. Um, It was me and I'm not the type of person you know, some people, they want just like a little candy bar or something like that. But no, when I'm stressed, I want a hot wing meal. Like I want some wings on some fries. Like it's like, <laughs> it's a whole thing. I want pizza. And so that was something like I would definitely stress eat. Like if there's a storm coming and I was just like nervous about that, I'm like somewhere sitting down with a sandwich because I'm like, I cannot cope unless I'm eating something. It was really weird. And I didn't recognize that that was a thing until like a year ago. And so the Brittany now is learning to cope with stress in another way. If I feel myself getting stressed, I'm not going to eat anything um you know beyond what I should be eating but I'm I'm just mm, trying to see it's such a loaded kind of question actually but I would say that that would have to be the biggest thing now versus eating I like to like sit down go ahead and get out my notebook or just get my notes app on my phone and say okay what are you feeling why are you feeling this way what triggered this feeling and what do you want to do to overcome this so this doesn't happen again so now as opposed to okay let me go grab um a slice of pizza or it can even be something healthy like if if i can start eating something then i just feel calm but instead of doing that i just go ahead and attack the problem head on like okay why are you feeling this way and then just get into it and have the hard conversation with myself 
And it ain't always easy, but that's that's the route I have to take. Otherwise, I'm going to be on my 600-pound life, and I'm not trying to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you was about to say that. And, you know, I feel like hard conversations with yourself, that just seems to be the theme. I know for me personally, um, the older that I get, the more I've just become comfortable with having very real and honest conversations with my friends, with like, well, with myself and then with like a few trusted people um, around me, you being one of those people. Um, And, you know, I think it's really special and important to be able to have those conversations of like, you're not worried about like, oh, if I say this, like I'm going to get judged. Like if I say I feel this way, the other person is going to say you shouldn't feel that. Like someone who really allows you um, to have those feelings. And I think to your point, it starts with yourself, right? Like you have to um, be able to have those conversations and discussions with yourself and, you know, validate all of the feelings and stuff that you're having because we're human. Like we're supposed to literally feel things. Um, and I think that's so important. Yeah, you can, I I think that when you, it's easy to lie to yourself, right? Um, But lying to yourself is only beneficial to the public eye because at the end of the day, you're still going to bed with yourself. So even if you have put off this lie all day long of I'm okay or that didn't bother me or, you know, whatever the case may be, once you lay down and it's time to go to sleep and it's just you and you, it's still there. So even if you've lied all day, you still feel what you feel. And so I just decided the best thing for me to do is to be honest with me. I can't be honest with anybody else until I'm honest with myself. And sometimes that means me sitting down and saying things that don't sound good. Sometimes it's me acknowledging things about myself that aren't so pretty, you know, like, okay, this is how you feel. This is actually pretty ugly of you to feel this way, but let's get into it and see why this is the case. So you have to be honest with yourself first. Your friendships won't work if you're not honest with yourself. Your relationships won't work. I think even your work life will be awful if you don't have the ability to just take time to assess yourself. Like, why am I feeling this way? Where did this come from? And just get into it. So it's it's a challenging thing, but I have noticed it be so beneficial to me now. You know, so 17-year-old Brittany, 32-year-old me, I'll definitely, definitely say that having those honest conversations with myself have, like, made such a difference, and I feel it. Yes, and, you know, I know you mentioned this was something – when we were talking about this at first, you were saying like within the last year. Um, and so, of course, I wanted that was something I wanted to ask you about is just kind of in general. What are some lessons or like some things that you've learned from this pandemic? I feel like we could have a whole episode on this. But what are a few that come to mind? Um, This pandemic, first of all, <laughs> it it forced us to look at us. You know what I mean? Um, And so one of the biggest lessons that I learned is that you can't hide from yourself. Um, At the end of the day, when, especially when the pandemic first began, we didn't know what we were dealing with. So you didn't, you literally didn't want to be around anybody. So you literally were forced into this space all along to say, okay, 
Was that me? Do I like me? Am I okay being around just me? You know, what do I do to entertain myself? All these different things, like, I'm not going out, so there's nothing to show off on social media because I ain't been nowhere, and there is no reason for me to be cute. I don't have any makeup. So who am I underneath everything, underneath all of that? Who am I? So biggest lesson, definitely, yeah. The biggest lesson was, you know, just recognizing that you have to be okay with you. Second thing I would definitely say this pandemic has taught me is to value, value, value everybody around you. Value the people that you love. Don't take them for granted. I mm, I lost several family members during this past year. Um, Some from COVID, some just, you know, during the COVID season. And during, you know, all of this loss, there are funerals I weren't able to attend. I wanted to hug my family and couldn't do it. So it just really taught me the value of just really not taking a hug for granted, not taking, you know, being able to just sit next to somebody closely. Don't take that for granted because, you know, we didn't know, but it was all just being snatched away from us so quickly. So it just really taught me definitely value, value, value. I cannot wait till I'm able to get around all my family again. Like, you know, we've been doing little things. I've seen my parents a little bit, but, you know, just that good old family barbecue. We haven't done that yet, but when we do, I'm going to be a wreck because I really learned like, no, value even the small things with your family, you know? Cause we get so used to our family. We get so used to them. It's like, okay, that's just, that's just my mama or that's just my dad. Or until you like, whoa, they may die from going outside <laughs> or, you know, I can't hug them. We have a, a, a loved one who's lost and I can't even hug them. Like what's up? So definitely value. So look at yourself clearly and be able to really just, you know, take inventory of who you are and not hide. And also just value the loved ones that you have. I would say those are the big things. Those are good because I think for me, um, similarly, as you were talking about like looking, you know, having to look at yourself in the mirror and like really get to know you. I know me and my dad talked a lot about that, um, you know, because as we already mentioned, you know, with the pandemic, everything we we're used to got stripped away, right? So if you have put all your eggs in this basket of like, I'm this person when I walk into this office and I got the corner office and I'm this, you're not going into no office. So who are you at home? Like, right, you have to put, you have to figure out and it made you reevaluate like, where is my energy? Where's my attention? What am I putting my weight on? What am I putting my faith in? Um, Because just all of those external things, because I thought about it when you mentioned Instagram, right? Like, we wasn't going out, wasn't no new pictures to post on the feed. And so if you're a person who all of your value was in the likes on your pictures, you went a whole year without posting no club pics because you ain't been to no club, right? And so this question of, you know, where where are you getting that validation and attention and love and peace, all of those things, where are you getting them from? And us being in the house made you really have to look around and be like, where am I getting these from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I know I love getting dolled up. 
and put me on a good red lip and you can't tell me nothing. But it was like, okay, it's a pandemic. We got on a mask. We have on a mask. Okay. Everywhere I go, I have on a mask. You don't need that red lip, sis. So it was just like, okay, so who are you now? Like, you know, something as small as putting on a red lip, you know, I had to be like, oh, okay. So, ugh. so that I mean, even that, like, that's so small. But that was something that I even had to adjust to. Like, you don't need that red lip because you got a mask on. Sit down. So it was just, you know, very humbling to say the very least. You know, I mean, if you know me, you know that I, I do red lip, and it's such a thing for me. But it was like, nope, not this year. Sit down. Yeah, and I think too when you mentioned valuing family. Um, and just the people around you in general, you know, I think that's, of course, a lesson that I've learned as well. And in addition to that, I think also experiences, right? Like we took for granted being able to go to a restaurant, being able to go to an amusement park, being able to go to a concert, like, um, and so I think- Yes. A club, like just anywhere. Um, and I think that that's been something that, you know, I've really valued. And like, even now I'll think back as like, let's say it was one of my friend's birthdays two years ago. And I said, no, I'm not coming to your dinner. I'm now like, dang girl, why you ain't go? You wasn't doing nothing. Like, what was your reason for kind of passing up? Um, whether it was an experience, whether it was a family member's birthday, right? Or just things that you was like, I don't feel like going to that. And now you like, dang, I wish I could have went to that. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. so I think for me, it's really this thing of, like I said, I value those experiences a lot now. So if it's nice out and somebody's like, oh, let's go outside to eat. I'm like, yes. And like, I'm all into it. And I think kind of consequently, that's also helped me be out of my phone more. I feel like, you know, that's something we talk about a lot as far as like being in the moment and being present and things like that. Um, and so I think all of that um, the pandemic has brought all of that to the surface for me and just made me more aware. Um, and so yeah. when I do go out to eat or like, you know, just do anything, I'm kind of more present than I probably was before. Absolutely. And just one more thing. I know that the pandemic, you know, there were like these really harsh lessons, so to speak. But I also, the thing, one thing that I loved about the pandemic was seeing so many people get so innovative. Um, that was, I think, or that has been one of the coolest things to see people say, okay, even the first time I went, <laughs> the first time I went to a restaurant, um, since the pandemic. And I mean, when I say I just kind of started going a little bit here and there just to see, um, pulling up the menus on your phone instead of actually having, I rem like in that moment, I was like, this is so cool and it should have always been like this because that's actually kind of nasty for everybody touching the same menu so i was just you know how everyone different companies from large corporations to small businesses they've had to really become innovative and like you know push beyond their comfort zones to really you know remain relevant and i've had a very um it's been a very enlightening experience to just watch that happen, you know, with my brand and, you know, even watching the things that you've done with college by her, how you did your conference this year. It was the first time you did virtual and just seeing how many different people were able to be in attendance versus had you done it um, the normal way, just seeing the success rate um, go up during a pandemic was, it was just been, you know, pretty amazing. 
Yes, yeah, I would agree. It's been nice to see, like you said, all the creativity. And I think the cool thing is a lot of these things are here to stay, right? Like you said, there's some things that we're like, we should have been doing this, right? Um, and so I think that's really neat. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the innovation because that's a great segue into what I wanted to ask you next. Um, so I just saw recently um, that DJ Nice um, was saying that it's been a, a full year of club quarantine. So, you know, he started um, and he posted the video today or sometime this week of when it first started, which was like him just being at his kitchen table telling stories about music. It was 200 people. And obviously he was like, you know, my life has changed right forever because of this. Um, and so I love Club Quarantine. He be in there jamming. And I remember that one night where like it took off and like Michelle Obama was in there, Joe Biden, like Beyonce, it was crazy. Um, and so I guess my question for you is like similar to Club Quarantine. What are some of the like fun, like pop culture moments or just like creativity things that you've really enjoyed seeing um, that happened as a result of, you know, a quarantine? Versus, 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 versus battles. I think I tuned in to just about all of them. And I would have to say that my favorite one, and there have been a lot of them, but my favorite one is still Erica and Jill Scott. It was such a vibe. And I remember being at home and just connecting my computer to the TV. So they were all on the big screen and everything. And I was living my best life that night. And it was just seeing so many people come together and like jam off all these songs that like you grew up listening to, whether you were old enough at the time to really understand what the songs meant, just being able to get into it and like doing it with so many other people. That was probably, I'm going to have to say the most beautiful moment for me because it was just like, they are beautiful. Like, I think I re fell in love with Jill Scott and Erica Badu. So I think as far as the culture is concerned, that was like one of the highlights for me, for sure. And I just love the way they've been doing the award shows um, because they've really had to figure it out. And so um, I think the Grammys was pretty cool. And so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have to say versus for sure. If I had to one answer you, Versus. I was going to say um, versus two. And that is that versus with Erica and Jill Scott was definitely um, my fave. I think I also, one thing I really loved about versus is, you know, two, we would get these little personal stories, right? Between each artist doing the track. Uh, we definitely got it for Erica and Jill. And a lot of people did that too, being like, oh, do you remember? We was in a studio this night and wrote this song. And then you came in and was like, let's do it. Like, it was just so cool to hear, um, you know, the those little moments and, and the connections and the relationships that they have with one another. And, um, and yeah, it was super dope. And so that was by far one of my favorite things um, about it. I think I also like how um, what you were saying about, um, conference by her, like how so many things are now more accessible, um, whether it's a conference, whether it's a class, you know, before there was always a thing of like, oh, do I got the money to buy a ticket to fly there and I got to pay for a hotel room, right? Um, of just anything that you wanted to, you know, kind of be a part of. And so to kind of have those floodgates open um, and have different experiences, because I know like for me, um, I think it was the Woman Evolve Conference, Sarah Jakes Roberts. I have been said like, I want to go, I want to go. And I was like, oh, but these 
these hotels, like all of this. And then it's like, now it's online and you can still get, and you know, be a part of everything. And so I think that's something that I've also um, really enjoyed is just seeing the accessibility um, to different things. Yeah, and I definitely think it gives um, less outgoing people a way to be included. You know how there are some people who are just kind of shy and it's like, I'm, I'm really nervous about, you know, trying this or going. And sometimes you want to do something like fly out to this conference, but you're like, I don't want to go by myself, but you feel like you don't really have friends and all this. And, that. and so I think that it really provided an avenue for those individuals to, you know, do something that didn't necessarily require them to like round up the posse and just like really enjoy so I I think that that was yeah that's been a really beautiful thing too yes and so when as things kind of are continuing to get safer and things like that what are what are some of the things that you're most looking forward to or maybe for you what are like you most excited about I am most excited about live concerts um because that's something my family and I, we do that. Like we do live music. So I'm really excited to, first of all, my parents, they live in Arkansas, of course, and I'm in Carolina and going home. Cause we've tried, we traveled home for the holidays. But when I say my mom was a nervous wreck, you know, those first couple of times we would come, it was just like, Ooh. And we literally, my auntie, she would stop by because she wanted to see us with her babies. But you know, we had on masks, we were six feet apart. So beyond anything, I'm definitely ready to be around my family and play Uno. We have not even been able to play Uno, okay? And Uno and Phase 10, it is a thing in my family. So there are a lot of things I want to do, but Lord, when I can get to that Phase 10 table, that Uno table with my cousins, it is going to be a situation okay so i'm super excited about that and just live music live music going to hear a good live band and not being you know like looking around or like Ugh, and just walking in without my mask so i can be cute with my red lip and that be that so it's um it's you know a lot of things if i were just to sit down and make a list but definitely being around my family without that fear of oh my god somebody gonna leave here and you know never be the same again or you know are we all gonna be okay or not just not having that concern being able to just play uno do the things that we do and um go hear some live music because i love 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 a good live band and i haven't been able to hear one lately so yeah, yeah. those are all things um, that I'm also looking forward to. I love a concert, specifically Beyonce. Honey, I don't know if you do this, but Sis was planning to go on tour in 2020. Um, and so obviously did not happen. And so to know, you know, like as a Beyonce fan, to know how calculated she is, how, you know, everything is set up for a reason. So just to know that she had been working on this show, I'm sure for her, probably since 2018, right? If she's going on 2020. So to know that like, all of this goodness is just in a vault somewhere and, and we have seen it. I'm like, so when are we, when are we getting it? Is it going to be adapted to some other format? Like, I'm just like, we, we need it. Um, but yes, definitely concerts for me. Um, 
And, and yeah, I agree. Just going places without a mask. Uh, I feel like it's going to yeah. feel weird at first, right? You're going to feel like I'm forgetting something. Like you're going to feel I'm real open <laughs> right now. Like what's going on? Um, so, so yeah, those are definitely some things that I'm excited about. And I also wanted to ask you, so what, what's like a piece of advice or what would you give to a girl or really anybody who like, maybe isn't hopeful in this season or like is feeling kind of really down or like super stressed or kind of doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like what, what's something that you would tell them? Well, just in your question, she doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. You know what I mean? That's, I think we, we put so much of life's outcomes in what we can see, you know, but, you know, faith is literally what we cannot see. So I would just say, girl, get your faith up. And you may not know how to do that, but sometimes it really just means telling yourself there is light at the end of this tunnel. You may not see it. You may not feel it. But if you keep speaking it, then a light is going to come. And that's, you know, it seems so weird to say or to the person who really, really is in a low place. You don't want to hear that. You know, you don't tell me there's a light at the end of the tunnel because you don't know what my tunnel looks like. But there is light at the end of every single tunnel. There is no tunnel that doesn't have light at the end of it, you know. And so I would definitely just have to say that. And, you know, God is just good, you know. Either way, no matter what's really going on, he is just still good. And that's something that, I've had to hold on to during the pandemic and all of my life, actually, you know, he is just good. Even if today wasn't a good day for me, he's still good today. You know, there is something that I can be thankful for. And I, I love that about College by Her, how you um, you definitely promote thankfulness and gratefulness. I think that is just really, really, really important, especially especially during college years, for sure, to just be able to see, because sometimes it's so easy to compare your life to the next person's life without, you know, full understanding of someone else's story. But if you're able to just like, let's just take a look at what's going on in your life. That's good. It'll just change your perspective on things. If at the end of the day, I can't think of one thing that's going good in my life. The fact that you know that nothing is good in your life means that you're aware and some people aren't even aware some people's brain won't even function to know that something's wrong so that's still good and so sometimes you have to reach for the for the light but it's there so that would just be my advice to just keep reaching for the light you don't have to see it but just know that it's there and you know and you know god helps those who want to be helped you know what i'm saying so if your faith is low then you can always say, hey, my faith is low. Help me with that. And so I think that that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, We just need to go ahead and pass the collection plate because <laughs> the way that this word is good to me, okay? Um, and so before we wrap up, I, of course, want to let people know where they can find you because clearly I know that word just blessed somebody else. So where, you know, how can we just stay in touch and, and be aware of everything that you have going on? Okay. You'll find me on Instagram at B period R E E 
L. Okay, that's R E E L. That's Instagram handle at Be Real. You can also find me at ITMT underscore the Academy. But if you just go to Be Real, then you'll see how to get to any other handle that I have. So just follow me there at B period R E E L, and you can find out about what's going on with ITMT the Academy. You can find out about my podcast. And just anything that I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing so much right now. So just if you want to keep up, you can just do that. Or you can always visit my website. It's www, I struggle with that, www.brittanyreal.com. Yes, and I'll put all of this too in the show notes so everybody can just click with the swiftness. Um, So yes, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for talking with me today. You know I'm obsessed um, and just really glad that we were able to talk about a little bit of everything. Um, And I'm sure you'll be back. Yes. Well, I love College by Her, like I said earlier. And thank you for having me. And I can't wait to come back. You're welcome, girl. As always, if you would like any advice or have any questions you want us to answer on the podcast, then please email or DM us on social media at College by Her on all platforms. And our email is collegebyher at gmail.com. Join College by Her, the community at the link in our bio if you would like for College by Her to be a part of any event at your college or an organization you're a part of. Anything that has to do with mental health, then don't hesitate to email us. I'm available for the speaking, the workshops, the panels, all of it sis okay um and of course our mental health guide is also available at collegebyher.com as well as a few more crew necks so please share all of it with a friend um i pray and hope that you are taking care of yourselves mentally emotionally and spiritually and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode i love y'all so much and remember that the beauty of college and life in general is that you get to create your own experience and don't you ever forget that <laughs>